and we're in. Yo. We good say... morning. Good, 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 good. How are you guys? You all right? Not too You're bad. Open, not too bad. Sonny, do you want to introduce him? Yes, I will introduce him. So, firstly, uh, actually, this is a good point. This is something I want to get into. What are we addressing you as, Tosh? Because <laughs> you've got about 17 names. This is a thing. Um, <laughs> well, obviously, my real name is Anavin, but everyone calls me Tosh from Bedford. And my DJ name is Five Past Five. And then we've got Guggen, then we've got Andy. Should then you've got Tosh. Loads, just stick to Tosh for now. Tosh. Stick to Tosh. Yes. Yeah, so Tosh, is, um, Tosh has been one of my boys since we've been like 10, 11, went to middle Um Wow. And he's been producing, well, as long as I can remember, you've been in and around music. And then of recent, kind of where you've been hitting it big. So big uh, BBC Free Counties radio playing your stuff. Uh, a lot of your tunes have just got sides. Talk us through, talk us through the journey, my brother. Um, well, to be honest, I've been into music for like forever from like rapping at like Hastings. Like that's all obviously the school we all went to and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, from my brother like DJing in his bedroom with like records and stuff that's how I got introduced to everything in terms of like the journey it's just been kind of small like building blocks to take me to where I am I started off with hip hop went to a bit more kind of EDM now obviously I'm making house music DJing DJing funnily enough I wasn't even thinking about it until one of my mates he goes to me look I need a DJ for my wedding and I can't afford to pay anyone Oh so yeah. Goes, yeah, was that, uh, was and, that, and, that and you know, no name should be named, but no name should be named. But thank, <laughs> you, to, thank you to that lovely couple. I know they're uh, obviously having a lovely life together and whatnot. Um, but yeah, because of them, it's also like the gift of the curse. It made me fall in love with DJing, but at the same time, it's it's, it's gone all downhill from there, hasn't it? Really? <laughs> I think I think I even took over the decks at some point that night. Yeah. That's been a rough. Yeah, yeah. That's been a rough night, then, man. It was a rough. It was, you know, it was good. It was, it, was in, it was someone. Well, the person got married on on um, New Year's, Year's Eve. Oh wow! And obviously it was that year as well. So it was just yeah, it was hectic. It was good. But the reason why I say that that's a bit of a curse because in and it's probably similar to kind of your guys' field as well. You're always chasing that buzz from when you first started. Yeah, of course. Mm. With every single event you do, every single gig you do, everything you put your your heart and soul into is that first buzz when you first started everyone was loving you you didn't think about it too much mm. and everything was fun. right in that moment so every single gig i do now and everything every single bit of music i make i'm always chasing that reaction and then that buzz that i got from like the first the yeah. first time i started no, exactly and that's me. what it's, it's all about yeah that's sick so what so D, so djing's kind of like is it would you say what, what's your primary your primary kind of focus you say you, you're a dj you're a producer you're a I don't know, you're a songwriter, singer-songwriter, what, well, what's going on? I've literally done it all, but if my prime focus at the moment is just having fun with it. Mm. I went for a stage of, of when, like, between, like, 26, 27, when I really wanted to make it, I really wanted to, um, to kind of make it in the big leagues, you know, like, thinking of, like, the Calvin Harris's and, and be a chart-topper and stuff, but as I slowly get to know the industry, I'm happy doing what I'm doing, and that's because you consistently get rejections, you're... You're pushing for this and that. There are people that 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 want to make it. Mm. There are people that that will make it. I've got it in me to make it, but I don't want it at the same time because I've seen the other side yeah. of the kind of music industry, the other side of of being like a big DJ. Um, just look at Avicii. Yeah, living the life. What is the other side? It's dark, man. Yeah. So the consistency it's... pie. A, a lot. When you have too much of something, and that's where literally everything everything alive too much for too much of anything 
is not good for you. Yeah. You need to have little little stints and you and I'm I'm so fortunate to have a girlfriend I could do brings me kind of back. Yeah. And realizes that you know what there is like a real world in the other side of like kids, marriage, etc. and 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 mm. things that you should be focusing your time on as well. Yeah, Don't yeah. want DJ DJ's good. I love it to bits, but the make the biggest mistake that everyone everyone makes in life thinking that things last forever and when things don't last forever mm. that's when it all goes downhill from there in my personal opinion no it's true it's, it's almost like you've, you've taken your foot off the gas a little bit and more things have happened do you know what i mean it's it's all building blocks i think i was listening to one of your pod, podcasters the other day and you were like um i think you and bethany Dix were talking about trusting the process yeah and it, li- yeah, it literally yeah, yeah. is that and okay. you like you no one sees how much work obviously my girlfriend sees how much how much work i put into stuff yeah but no one sees how much work you put into to one track just for you to think it's going to be the best thing in the world to go to someone and say, actually, this That's is it, rubbish. Man. It's, it's, the analogy, yeah. it's the analogy of building a wall. Yeah. You heard the, yeah. the analogy of building a wall? Brick by brick. That's it, man. You don't just you don't just say, okay, I'm going to build this wall as fast as I possibly can. The wall be in your career. I'm going to build this wall as fast as I possibly can. The wall's going to be shit and it's going to fall down. It's going to be simple as that. You know, It's going to be yeah. all over the place. Whereas you lay the brick as perfectly as you can every single day, you're going to have a good career. Whether it takes you 10, 15 years, do you know what I mean? And yeah, especially with music, with the music industry, man, you're you're in a you're in a tank of sharks in that game. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's, it's every industry. It's not it's not just music. No, every, without a shadow of a doubt. Every everyone's there's always a hidden agenda for everyone, and that's not a bad thing. I don't don't make. I'm not trying to make it sound like I'm saying everyone's Listen, out to get you. Know, we think, we work in a boxing environment. Yeah, Trust yeah. me, I know that. <laughs> everyone is a stepping stone to help you go forward, and it depends how you take that analogy. You either take it as I can help this person, this person is helping me, mm. or this person's out for themselves. Mm. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly yeah. it. It's weird how similar any competitive oh, industry is. Any competitive massively. industry. You know what I mean? Whether it be business, sport, health, any of that. It's all it's all very, very similar. But you're talking like in the in the music industry, I mean I'd assume I've never I've never experienced anything like it, but imagine in the music industry it's like you are constantly trying to be better than the person, not only the person you were before, but the person that's ahead of you, right? That was the biggest mistake I used to make back when... This is probably why things are falling into place now for me. The biggest mistake I was making was trying to compete against someone else mm-hmm. rather than competing with yourself. Mm-hmm. So repeating with yourself, sorry. Competing mm-hmm. with yourself. Because as soon as you start comparing yourself to, to someone else, you've literally lost the battle straight away because you're focusing on what they're doing rather than focusing on how you can better yourself every single day. Yeah, yeah. The difference between music and boxing and stuff, that there is kind of a set process where... There's a process in everything, but there's a set process of, of how you can win. With music, there's, there's loads of different ways you can win. It's not a case of where you, you follow this rule and, and everything works out for you. Because yeah. real music lasts, fake music doesn't. Yeah. Mm. Fake music is followed by a process of how to make money quick. Yeah. I'm not going to name any artist or anything. That's but quite interesting. I'm, if you look at disco, if you look at some disco tracks like Earth, Wind & Fire, September, all their kind of songs, their songs were made to make people feel in a certain way and that's why their songs are still being paid 40 years and, and as a DJ you notice these things like Bruno Mars will be around forever mm. he will literally be ever a lot of people take the mick out of me and, and this is this is very controversial what I say I put Bruno Mars up there with Michael Jackson really in terms of music wise yeah and because I can play a Michael Jackson song anywhere in the world and people will dance and there's mm. only one of the artists that I can play that everyone will dance and everyone will actually know 50 or, or 60% of the words yeah, Bruno yeah, Mars yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, suppose I you- think people 
Heaps so, but go on, go I think on. people will probably take offence to it only because of the legendary status that mm. uh, Michael Jackson is, not of the course. fact similar music that they make. But if you actually listen to it, it, it's exactly what you said. They're timeless. Yeah. Timeless. Timeless. Like, you play Uptown Funk anywhere, you pay maybe 24K Magic, but then you're going, you've got, like, songs like, um, oh, what's the early Michael Jackson ones, like Don't Blame on the Sunshine, things like that. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and big tracks. Even with Earth, Wind and Fire, September, like, Every time I listen to that song, and that is probably my favourite track of all time, mm-hmm. I always hear something new, and I always hear something that makes me fall in love with it again. You cannot not be happy to that song. Yeah, that's true, man. When you, <laughs> you so when you, you you're, so you're you're producing music, you're producing these tunes, yeah. Yeah. You're sitting down. So how, how, walk me through your process. So you you something pops in your head, like how does it work? <laughs> I've been around Tosh when he's like things will pop in his head and he yeah. disappears for three days he's like I've got the truck man <laughs> <laughs> that's what he does we'll be, we'll be sitting there chilling like you used to play FIFA or something and then he just used to disappear for time and he pulls the track out yeah yeah like, yeah where the fuck did you get that like he's like I don't know I was just playing this and something just popped in my head but that's, it, that's it, it's it does. Insane, isn't it it is, and, it, and this is a dangerous thing, I mean, and I mean, like a lot of DJs can probably um, sympathise with this. When you're in the industry, and when you go out, and when you go to other other places where people are playing music, I suppose with boxing as well, and obviously with, with, with fitness and everything, you kind of start critiquing their style mm. and thinking of what you would do in their situation. Right. And you stop actually feeling the music, you start looking at it in terms of... Uh, analysing it. Yeah, yeah, and you start yeah, analysing yeah. it. I can, it, I can yeah. 100%, I can 100 like, listen... You you go to any combat show, any like you know, boxing, any of that. You're looking at the people in the ring and thinking, no, shouldn't have done that. No, shouldn't. Have. You know, in that kind of thing. You're not watching the boxing. You're just watching the guy that's getting yeah. his ass kicked, thinking, like, why are you not doing this? Why are you not doing that? Do you know what I mean? It's the same. Like, I can imagine you're watching someone on the deck, so that you can see what. Like I said, I have no experience in this. This is why it's so interesting to me, because I've got no experience. You see, I understand that with DJing, right? And this we're talking about real basic here. I understand with DJing, you're matching the 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 BPM, right? And you jump from one song to the other, make it sound good, blah blah blah, right? But you yeah. listening to these people's mixes and being like, "I want to done that one next. I want to done that one next." So I want to, you know, what I mean that kind of thing. Like, this is too fast. It's too slow. Yeah, but this this is where the the tricky thing comes in because just because the crowd don't like your music doesn't mean your music's rubbish. Mm-hmm. And when you find people that like the music that you make, yeah. that's when it becomes magical. But not yeah. everyone's going to like your music. Mm. There's no point in me going to let's just say. Um, Hip hop gig and playing my best tracks because fifty percent of them might like it, but fifty percent of them yeah. definitely won't because they haven't come there for that. Yeah. And this this is what the tricky thing is nowadays because so one's do, so many people are making music, so many people are, are are doing kind of a lot of things. But I wouldn't say necessarily better than you. I'd say different. And the reason I use that word because everyone's different in regards to what they make in their mm-hmm. in their niche um, sort of their sector. But like, shit, I mean, I'm changing there. Um, the main, the main thing is, is actually, I've got to say, I look <laughs> this, is, this is the, <laughs> this is what happens, man. Honestly, you see me and Sunny were talking. You know why that was? Because right. I, I literally thought what, what Sunny was said, and I've got an idea for another track. In my head. <laughs> <laughs> I told you this was happening. So popped in your head. He's got a yeah. leave, he's got oh, a cut I'm early. No, sorry. So, 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 like the key, the key, um, the main bit of the, the question was, yeah, how do I get that kind of process? Well, yeah. funnily enough, oh, it started all by me just using my phone like, I'll be anywhere like my girlfriend takes a mic out of me as well I'll like, just, like get a voice record 
and I'll have like a tune in my head and I'll just literally record it straight away. Yeah, so yeah, I've yeah. got it there and safe. Then I'll take it home. I'll get out my little keyboard or if I'm at my parents' where I've got my studio and stuff, I'll get out the keyboard and I'll sit there until I can get what's in my mind onto mm. the computer. And yeah. that's until it the sounds deal. right. Yeah, until it sounds exactly the way I envision it in my head. And then after that process, I imagine how it would sound to someone else. Like mm. a lot of my tracks, the ones that are coming out now, compared to what I was making before, they're all based on feelings. Where the ones I was making before was just based on getting people to like me, which is yeah. the wrong way you should you should make mm. any sort of music or anything. Um, don't get me wrong, it works. I mean, there's, there's plenty of DJs there that don't even make... There's plenty of artists out there that don't even make their, their music that are top 10 because obviously they've, they've trust in the process, but their songs won't be around forever. And that's not me saying they haven't worked hard or anything. You just know this. Mm. There's people that, that take um, old songs, make them new, and just to get those, those likes up. Like, actually, uh, some, some big ev evidence about it was a song I've just made recently. Like, you remember that song, Kanye, Kanye West Workout Plan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had yeah. no idea. I've used that. I've, been I've dropping got more that. of a buzz than that. That's than hot. Than other songs, yeah. But that's just to kind of give me that stepping stone for people to listen to my other music. Mm, yeah. So it's, it's all, it's all kind of process. So you, you almost, like, have different tools in your arsenal where you're going to create smaller quick tracks to get as a stepping stone 100 yeah. percent. listen to yeah. it, like it's, your main tracks it's essentially tactical marketing isn't it yeah and I, I, i've only point. just realized in the last year i've only just realized how instagram works um and not by um the algorithms so, yeah that the algorithms and stuff like that like i'm sharing it with sunny every day i'm like oh sunny you see this you see this yeah, you're yeah. getting older but it does work like a lot of people that i respect in regards to the uh, dj game and everything in the mm. producing game have started having that interaction with me because I've made the right algorithms and I've done the right things in, in, in places. So like I've got numbers of big DJs now yeah. and I've, I've, I'm, I'm talking on a, on a first-hand basis with big DJs now where I wasn't yeah. before, a year ago. And what, what and you, what, so what is it you're exactly doing differently? When you're you saying about algorithms, what are you doing differently? I'm using my time probably more effectively on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. So... Without giving away too well, I'll probably give away the secrets anyway. The thing about things like this is you, you can, can tell, give away, you can, yeah, yeah, you can tell people, people still won't do it. Yeah. 90% won't do it. Yeah. So, what you do is you need to basically interact with your niche and you need to interact, make sure you're interacting with your niche with um, credible content, if that makes sense. So, for example, like say you're the biggest boxer in, in the world at the moment, Mickey. Mm. What I'll be doing is I'll look at the, the top 10 list of who's the big boxing names and everything mm. and I make sure I'm, I'm interacting with them all the time so that when the algorithms of Instagram come up that I'll be at top and they'll be able to see me out of 10,000 comments oh okay I'm with you because I link so for example say you do boxing mm. as soon as I type in boxing now Mickey Mills comes up mm. because you've been interacting with people um, but there's, there's a certain yeah. like equation. not like a robot though yeah, yeah there's a certain yeah. equation yeah. with it so it's almost yeah. like if you put out hundred comments on a hundred different boxing pages um, 50 of them comments you need to react in this way uh, 10 of them comments you need to do this then you have to like a hundred of these yeah yeah, yeah. you see what I mean so you're using it almost like not a game but it's a job rather than yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it, well, uh, for, for me personally Instagram is my biggest marketing tool man yeah Instagram's the biggest be, market and I, and I don't I mean I don't follow any algorithms I just chuck content out as and when type thing, and mm. and and it seems to have done seems to have done all right so far. I mean, my, my, like you steadily grow your followers and you steadily grow your engagement, and you get more people kind of liking you and whatever. But for example, I had a kid the other day message me right. I had a kid message me asking me 
this is what's scary about social media. I had a kid message me, ask me, how many likes would he have to get on a photo for me to send him a signed glove? Right? Wow. wow. Yeah, and I'm thinking, so I'm not at that. I'm not at that level yet, right? I'm not at that level yeah. yet, but this person thinks I am because of what they see on social media. Yeah. Now that's amazing, bro. When you think about it, that's amazing. You, <laughs> you see these people. You see these people on social media. They're living in these big houses. They're doing this. They're doing this. They're doing that. They're, you know, you know, you know what I mean. These big, these big names that have been on YouTube or whatever, right? They're doing their thing. But realistically, how much of that is legit? Would you say? You know what I mean? It's all. A, it's a marketing tool, bro, and it works. Yeah, and it works. Hundred percent. When you get when the the issue is, is that your close network of friends and family, and it's nothing against them, and they don't do this intentionally, but they won't support you as much as someone you don't know across the world, and that's because they see a different, and they have a different engagement, uh, a kind of influence of you or, or an idea of you from yeah, yeah. your screen, that's from it. that Instagram profile, whatever. Yeah. Whereas like your friends, your family, they know. I wouldn't necessarily say the real you because there are real people on Instagram. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, people, yeah. as much as obviously we've got this fake fake community, there's people working out hard out there. Do you know what I mean? Like even these Instagram models and stuff like that, they're taking like three or four thousand photos for this one photo to be uploaded. They're yeah. all hard work that goes behind 100%. Every, every, every single thing. Yeah, but they have a different kind of uh, what's it called? Uh, it's not a, not an opinion, but they have a different kind of uh, profile of you, right? Yeah, a profile of you. Then your friends and your family would because they obviously seen you go through your different kind of stages yeah, and that's not 100%. Disrespect, disrespect to anyone obviously in your in your close network or anything but that's that's just the way you are you yeah, always yeah, get love yeah, from people it's, you don't it's, know it's yeah well, it, yeah now you're right see you know you know what it is you, the the people that you don't know create this create this uh idea of you by looking at by looking at the screen the people that you do know know that you kicked off for that old woman in sainsbury's 10 years ago because she took the last yeah. bit of cheese you know what i mean there's a there's a they understand they know things yeah, about you know i, I mean that th kind I of think, thing i think what almost i can i can agree with it partly but i think people fall in love with the person that you created yeah of course yeah. do you know what i mean it's yeah. not yeah and i think difference is is that you know your, your close family and your close friends kind of know tosh for tosh yeah and they won't it's just just because they're not giving you a like or a comment doesn't mean they're just showing their love in a different way you yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. There's no, there's no. The, yeah, the positives, the positives, and the negatives are, 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 yeah, are exactly. far outweigh each other. You know what I mean? It's, it's always. But at the end of the day, when you're looking at something like, for example, something like Tosh is doing, when he's like, he's creating music, he's a creator, like an actual create, he's creating things and putting things forward. How many people look at these things? How many? How much engagement do you get compared to how many likes you get? It's yeah. insane. And the, the, the crazy, crazy thing is, yeah, every. And I didn't realise this the other day. Everyone knows what I'm doing, but not everyone will actively like my yeah, Instagram page or actively like my stuff that I'm putting out. But everyone has heard a lot of my stuff. Everyone knows what I'm doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know what? It came, came down to it. The thing that you've got to remember is that you shouldn't expect your close network or you shouldn't expect your friends, your family, ever to support you in the way that you want them to support you because it's not their dream. And because they've got that... Um, connection with you outside of what you're trying to achieve mm. is completely different from someone across the world because someone across the world is looking at you as a as an influencer as you're mm. influencing them to become a better person of yourself you're influencing yeah. them to, to make music and I only realized this the other day and like for my whole kind of three or four years I've been telling myself oh yeah I'm, I'm trying to become a DJ I'm trying to become a uh, a producer and the crazy thing is I actually am now and this guy yeah. messaged me and it's similar to yourself and he messaged me and goes, oh, you're my competition. And I was like, what do you mean I'm your competition? He goes, oh, because I want to be like you. And I was like, no, you, you don't want to be like me. You want to be a better version of yourself. And he was like, oh, don't worry. 
you don't understand what I'm trying to say. But <laughs> I, 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 yeah, but I, I kind of got I kind of got what you're saying. But it made me think because like, actually, do you know what? When you do look at on, on the outside in of, of what I've small bricks like you said that I've achieved, I have got signed. I have got people playing my music that I don't know. I've never had any interaction with. Mm-hmm. I am like that that person now. But there's a lot of people that have helped me out in the way, um, helped me up on the way. Obviously. Got a shout out, big big shout out to my brother. Obviously, he's uh, taught me how to DJ and stuff. Sam Covey's a big one. Um, yeah, yeah. I know, obviously, uh, I don't give well, I do give him enough credit, but he's introduced me to a lot of people in regards in terms of helping me get gigs DJing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not necessarily things that push me push me forward or anything, but he's helped me kind of grow my. Um, I Your profile. Like to say, family. Yeah, profile. Yeah. In, in Bethany, it's it's a network, networking. Yeah, kind of yeah, thing. Community, yeah, networking stuff, and that's a big yeah. thing. Networking is a massive. Oh, massive oh yeah, thing. absolutely. Yeah. In, in in pretty much any in any industry, and what he's phenomenal at is networking. Yeah, that's probably his biggest asset. Don't get me wrong; he's a brilliant DJ, but he's amazing at networking and being in the right place and speaking to the right people. Mm. And he, he'll get you the handshakes that you that you just you need that one event. And that's it. Everything will kind of. You're also getting the slaps in the face that you <laughs> you don't want to get as well. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. No, hang around with him for two. <laughs> when, so what, from, from, from the outside, yeah, from the outside, someone who who just listens to music and you know, I mean, doesn't really understand yeah. the whole DJ scene. Is it as competitive as it looks within Bedford DJ? Because there seems to be a DJ for every corner you go around in this place, man. There's, honestly, there's a lot of DJs out there, especially in Bedford. People are up and coming. Is it as competitive, or is it like a close knit community? Because you see these like. You see these communities in in whatever, for example, like golf, for example, right? I'll just take golf as an example. These guys see each other and they're like, "Hey, guy, how's it going? We're all friends because we all play golf together." And we, even though we're competitive, whereas is it like a competitive league? Like you see another DJ on the street and you'll be like, "Oh, what's good? Like let's, let's square up," the kind of thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's have it. Yeah, have it. I, think, I think everyone just does it for the love of music, so everyone just kind of loves each other. Yeah, but don't yeah, get yeah. me wrong; everyone wants to kind of. I wouldn't say outshine. But everyone wants the same opportunities that that other DJs had. Like if I if I met Calvin Harris, I'd, obviously I'd, he's obviously a legend he is. But I would I would like shake his hand, like respectful and everything. Mm. But I want to be in that where he is. You yeah. know what I mean? I want yeah, I want to yeah. be behind that. And that's not because I don't like Calvin. It could be anyone. Well, but we just want that opportunity yeah, to have man. that that buzz of, of playing. To like is it, the, the, the aim is. the aim is working to your idols become your rivals, right? And that's the yeah. that's the game you're in, man. That's the game you're in. That's but the game we're all in. I, I, I don't necessarily think that that happens in D, in DJ terms, though. In all honesty, yeah. And it's like like you said earlier, like everyone in Bedford, we pretty much do like just love each other. And if I do see like you're right, if I like wreck down, for example, I'll see him do anything. I'll always share it. I'll always be like, hey, what are you doing? Are you okay? And stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So there is that close net of, of community. Um, I don't really say we can fight for gigs or anything, but yeah, I think we're just if, all if friends. Anything, yeah. from, from my experience, just knowing you and Kovi quite well, um, you're always trying to give work out to each other. Yeah. Never, you never try, you're like, please just have this gig. I, I can't do this this week or do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that, that's kind of like my experience with it. And I think the kind of thing that, um, going back into your producing, Tosh, the kind of thing that separates you and gives you, you your niche is that you, you're a you're an artist behind the decks. You're not just like playing tune that mixes with a tune. Like you, you get your piano out, you get your guitar out. You, you want to play the instruments and produce the actual music. Yeah. Right? And I think that's what given your niche in and around Bedford and can kind of give you that respect, um, especially in Bedford, but if not nationwide now. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hope. Yeah. Now, now I'm getting. It, it, like I said, it's crazy. Now you just get messages from random people saying, "Ah, oh, I love your track and stuff like that." But. 
going back to the start of the conversation, there has been a lot of work that's been built up to kind of get to that situation. There's been places where we've, we've had to like play at Ministry of Sound where you're not playing unless you sell 20 tickets. Yeah, I, I was there. Yeah. <laughs> There's been, I was trying been, to shut tickets for you. Yeah, they're, they're, they're crazy. There's been places like where I've rocked up and my name's not on the board, but I've been like told to play. Things have been like changed, cancelled, like last minute. Um, people have basically said to me, yeah, we want you to play at this place. We're so excited to have you. And then the day before said, oh, sorry, my mate from down the road is going to play instead. <laughs> it's mad. That's, it's just... That's... Do you know what? And you... going, back, going, going back to Mick as well, this is what happens in boxing all the time. Yeah, so on mix uh, on mix last show, like people will pull out. Uh, was it last show, Mick, or was it time before that? What, where mate boy just we, we pulled out? The, pulled out. Yeah, that, two hours before. Yeah, that was the time before that. Yeah, so it's it just. I think if you want to be successful in any industry, you have to learn to be dynamic, yeah. and you have to learn to accept the shit that kind of goes with it. Yeah, you and know, that, it's not all plain sailing, and it's not going to be structured how you want it. So get that dream out of your head. And understand yeah. that it's gonna it's gonna be some it's mad not, bumps along the way. No, there's no way. There's no way you'd have this clean career, yeah. Where can you imagine yeah, where you'd like, hey, I'm gonna be a DJ, right? You go to your first <laughs> I'm gig, be a DJ, Mom. thousand people are there. You know what I mean? You get signed the next day. You know what I mean? It's not. That's yeah. not the way it works, man. And so many people have got this idea, especially with a lot of boxers. They've got this idea where they're like, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be ABA. I'm gonna go to the. I'm gonna go to the Olympics. Do you know what I mean? I'm gonna go pro. I'm gonna. It's a lot of the time, and some people it works out like that. But a lot of the time, you're gonna have to put the goddamn work in elsewhere, man, because it's not gonna happen. Yeah. You have to find these yeah. these external routes because it's not. And especially in music, like I say, it's so heavily populated. So you're constantly everything having is. to. You know, what every, I mean? every everything is. Sorry to cut you off, man. No, but literally, everything is these days. Like everything. Like every person that's doing anything has to be in their own promoter has to be their own hype man has to be their own yeah, yeah, yeah. mental health to start with yeah, yeah, yeah. Own, um, social media mm. whatever has to be even this like do you know what I mean you have to be your own podcast person yeah because the, the fact is no one's going to believe in you as much as you believe in yourself and it's not their job to believe in you as much as you believe in yourself yeah, yeah. and you and know what lot... I, what i learned from going off of what you just said which is which is so you hit the nail on the head, man. What I've learned from being in the position I'm in now is it's about who you surround yourself with. Do you know what I mean? It's about who you choose to have within your circle. That's why my circle's so small, man. I don't have anybody outside of, you know what I mean, five or six people who I truly trust. I don't need anybody else. Do you know what I mean? It's who you surround yourself with that makes you determine how far you're going to go, whether they're going to push you or to hold you back. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Whether that goes with anybody who thinks they want to do something, yeah. or they want to go into drama, you know, they want to go into, they want to start a business, they want to do this. If you choose the correct people to, to essentially turn the cogs that are on your back and then push you forward and say, you know, we, this dude or whatever, you know what I mean? It's about who you surround yourself with, not who, yeah, that's, not who that's tells you you're that. great and says, "Hey, you're, yeah, you're yeah, doing yeah, really you, well, you man." You know, nah, fuck that shit. What I need is people who tell me, so telling true. me straight, telling me what's up, saying you're doing this wrong. Someone looking in your eyes and saying, "Nah, bro, it's not gonna work," or "This is my opinion." You, you know, I think you should do this. Having people around you that can genuinely look you in the eye and say that to you, you need in your circle, man, because so many people will be like, "Yeah, bro, go for it. It's awesome. Yeah. You know, you're gonna do great." It's not the case, man. It's not the case. Mm. Well, there's a great saying that uh, Sonny said to me once. He goes, um, don't take criticism off anyone you wouldn't go for advice for. True, bro. And that was a, that so was a, true. That was a big one. But I think I think taking that, that step forward, I think you should take criticism from, uh, from everyone. And, I think and you, should hear, up, I think, you should hear yeah. what people are saying. Yeah. I think that's important. Like, hear what people are saying. But you, you've got to be, you've got to build the shield around you, man, where you, you just don't, 
like, who the fuck are they to tell me what I should and yeah, shouldn't do? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're not waking up at half four, five o'clock in the morning to go on my runs and then hit the bag and then do this. Or they're not telling me about the business meetings that I've just had or the business model I created and failed 99 times. I might have nicked one. Mm. Like, who the fuck are they? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you've got you've got to build that kind of like ruthlessness with that compassionate side of people yeah. as well. It's a really fucking tough thing to do, that man. It is, man. The thick, the yeah. thick skin, that thick skin don't come easy, man. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't. And the, the job that me and Sonny did, we we, we, we used to work. We, me and Sonny first met each other and we, we used to work. We used to teach essentially youth offenders, weren't they? We used to teach yeah. the, you know I mean, the real, real, real naughty, naughty kids. And when some of them were kids, we're talking like from, I don't know, 12 to 16, some of these kids. You know what I mean? They're, some of them so fully they, grown they, adults. They used to... So they used to get expelled from school. When they got expelled from school, they went somewhere called Gray's House. And then when they got expelled from there, then they saw us. Yeah, so they come to us. <laughs> and, and these kids would throw everything at you. Any insecurity you had, yeah, any anything, these kids would pick at. These these guys, they didn't give a fuck. These kids did not care at all, right? And over X amount of time, a couple of years that we did it, you learn just to, like... Like, it was just like, whatever, man. Like, you know what I mean? you got this thick skin. And then what I started to realise, when I was going into, like, the real world, do you know what I mean? I was going into, like, and I was engaging with people, and these, I was having these negative engagements. It was like, whatever, man. Like, I couldn't give a shit. And it was all because of that. So now... Yeah, you, build, you build these calluses, yeah. don't you? <laughs> yeah, that's it. And now I've got, like, I mean, you get, like, especially when you put yourself out, you, you've, you've, you know this, Tosh, you put yourself out there, right? A degree of what you get back is going to be negative, right? A degree of it, yeah. and now I hear, I hear like any any negative thing, and a lot of times the negative comes through somebody else who's heard it. Do you know what I mean? I hear it now, and it's hilarious. I can't, I don't. I, it, something inside me just has my reaction to start laughing when I hear someone like maybe someone say something negative or why the fuck's he doing this? He thinks he. I love it, man. I love it, and I'm thinking like. Any press is good press. Do you know what I mean? I love that 100%. shit, and especially with yeah, music, man. You know what I mean? This is the thing. I'm just not competitive at all. Not competitive at all. I used to, I, I I never have been in all honesty. I've always looked at other people and thought, oh yeah, well, I want to be like them. Mm. But it's, it's never been a case of where I want to be better than anyone. And I think that comes from my family, which is, uh, I think Sonny's probably in a similar situation where we just want each other to succeed. Yeah. If I become a a, a big DJ, there's a hundred and twenty percent that there's going to be like other people that I'll be like, hey, look. Why don't you come play with me? Yeah, oh, yeah, why don't yeah. Why you come do this? Why don't you come do this? Yeah, imagine, I, feel, yeah. I said to people all the time, imagine you, was a, imagine you was a millionaire, yeah? Mm. And all your mates had still had the same jobs. You'd be bored shitless. Yeah, you'd think, you would, you'd, you'd go on holiday for a year, and you'd be like, Mick, do you want to come and do... No, nah, no, nah, I can't, mate. I've got to do this. Yeah. Tosh, do you want to come? No, nah, I can't, mate. I've got to work. You'd be bored shitless. So it's like, you want to you want to build everyone up to kind of yeah. your level. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I you like know what? To, I, I, I wish I could say... I was that way inclined, bro, but I am not. Listen. <laughs> oh, my God. I am the most competitive. Listen, if you said to me, hey, uh, uh, Mickey, I can, throw this, I can throw this ball further than you, I'd say, no, you fucking can't. Listen, there's no way. Like, I can't. Any form of competition, I attack. You know what no, I mean? Th- hold on. So <laughs> let, let, me, let, me, let me reword what Toss was saying slightly, because I've played FIFA against him. I've played football against him. I think him saying that he's not competitive is... In a, in a professional term, what he's trying to say is, I always want people to succeed. Right. He is still competitive. Like he does want to. He does. Even if he's competing against himself, different. I think it's different. I think it's different though, because in, in sport, and this is this is a bit where the kind of differential music and and it yeah, probably will be different. Yeah. So it's like it's, it's a different competition. Isn't it? You you've got to be better than someone to win. Whereas in music, 
everyone can be the best and everyone can be loving each other. Yeah, there's going to yeah. be one time when someone else is going to be up here, someone's going to be down here. Mm. But for me, at this stage of my life, and I'm talking right now, where I am right now, I literally do not care if there's another DJ out there and this is just uh, speaking of music because if it comes to football, if it comes to boxing, Mickey, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but in, in, in music, if someone else has got a, a number one song, I'm going to plug it. I'm going to help that person as much as I can from sharing, posting, etc. to help them become that person yeah. obviously they want to be and help them along the way. Not because I want anything out of it because I'm just happy in my situation that yeah. I am and I think that is the, da- the most dangerous dangerous thing in the world when yeah. someone is content Happy. with the situation that they have mm. because any ambition or anything you put on them doesn't make a difference to them yeah man that's there's it there's people that have got no money in the world that are, that are happier than people that have got all the money in the world yeah and it, it's just mad it's just all a perspective on life and, and where I am at the moment where I'm making my tracks I'm getting a, a few bits of, of love obviously from Tel Aviv from, from here from there wherever and it's happy it's given me little building blocks whereas like um, there'll be someone else who'll be like oh do you know what I want to do this. I want to like sell out arenas and things like that. But I just don't. I just don't want that at the moment. It's probably because of my age. Do you know what I mean? I'm like. Do, what, do you know what it now? is? I think um, what what's happened to us is when you were younger, your ego was driving you, and now you've kind of suppressed that, and that's not the driving factor anymore. Yeah. You're, you're trying to you're trying to push music for the love of music. Yeah. And of you've actually found more success of option B. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Of yeah. Driving it for the views or for the likes. And I think that's such a... It's almost like, without getting too spiritual, it's almost like when people hit that sense of like... I don't know. I don't know whether it's an age thing or I don't know whether it's saying... It's like uh, self-actualisation, right? Where you like... Yeah, yeah, you think, yeah, yeah. Hey, you know yeah. what? I don't give a... Like, do your thing. When you do, look yeah, at exactly. do, do your, your thing, thing, man. Listen, everybody... Yeah. Hey, you want to win... Hey, I've always said this, and I've said this to, to, to the day I die, man. I'll never take money. I'll never stop anybody doing their thing. You know what I think? Like, no matter yeah. what you do... No matter what you do, do your thing. You know what I mean? And in, especially like, like you'll say, you're not in like a competitive mindset professionally. You're not in a competitive mindset. You're just like, hey, I'm gonna make this track, and if you like it, awesome. If you don't, cool. Do you know what I mean? And that yeah, must be 100%. like a, that must be like a, the the pressure. Not even pressure. I don't know what the word, what, what the world would be in, in your kind of like industry, but the thought of, hey, I really want people to like. I'm putting my heart and soul. I really want people to love this tune. When you're thinking, mm. people are gonna love this tune. Do you know what I mean? Because it's yeah, I think yeah, you're you're probably actually right. Sonny's probably right in there because because I've put so much hard work into it for like kind of the last two or three years, or whatever. I think people know what I'm about now, mm-hmm. and I think it's a different type of love that I get now than I did when I first started making music. Right. Yeah. Where at the start, I was really trying to push everyone, and don't get me wrong, I still send all my tracks to DJs. I'm still con- consistently saying, "Hey, look, can you? Here's my track. Let me know what you think, mm-hmm. etc." And push them out to all these big DJs and stuff. Don't get me wrong on that on that part. But I think back then you're just trying to get those likes up. You're just trying to get people interested in what you're doing yeah. when you're not letting your product speak for itself mm. when yeah. you're pushing it, it too, too much. But, uh, yeah, I think it's just from from the whole Instagram kind of thing, like connecting with the right people. I think that, that's massively important because yeah. there's no point trying to sell, let's just say, I don't know, um, shoes to, to a place where they don't don't wear shoes. Mm. Obviously, someone else might look at that and think that's a big opportunity. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah. be like, hey, look. Yeah, yeah. It's sniper rifle marketing, isn't it? Like, yeah, you man. choose your market and you figure out how to how to attack that market. It's not just like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand in the street and give my tracks to absolutely everyone because that's not going to work. But yeah. it, it, ties, it ties quite nicely into... 
and this is what a lot of people don't know. What, what's your actual job, Tosh? Your actual job? Because it's completely <laughs> music. It's a horrible cutthroat industry. <laughs> yes, I am a recruitment consultant that supplies to the private sector and the NHS. So I recruit nurses. <laughs> You're busy at the minute, or not? I'm, nah, we're not at all. We're not at all. And I don't mean to, to, to take anything away from all the people and all the NHS staff that are putting a lot of hard work in what they're doing. But the figures that they, they put on the news are so different to the figures that are actually in the hospital. Don't get me wrong, there are people Ooh. dying out there. There Ooh. are people dying out there, and I'm not taking that away from, from any doctor or nurse that's doing their hard work. But a lot of the ones that I'm hearing, from my personal opinion, they were on the verge of dying from chemo treatments, on the verge of dying from whatever, sepsis, etc., like that. But they're counting every, a lot of things as um, COVID-19 at the moment. So right. pretty much everyone that dies from hospital it is kind of classed that they're dying from COVID-19. Why is that, do you think? As like a presumed death, you mean? I don't, I don't know. I, I'm don't, I don't believe big into conspiracies and stuff. I don't think there is a conspiracy out there. I think it is dangerous and I think people should stay at home. And people should follow the rules and everything. Because at the end of the day, you've got to trust in the government as much as they're... Yeah, absolutely. So I, I wouldn't no, want to be in their shoes. Yeah, but. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to be in Boris's shoes. He's doing a fantastic job. But for all the hospitals that I've been working with, a lot of our clients have been so so dead. Like laid up. Be, yeah. No. Well, yeah. A couple of my nurses are on, on furlough. Can you believe it? And these are like people that I account manage. Like some of my nurses haven't worked for for two months, mm. and apparently we've got like the biggest crisis of, going. Yeah, the biggest crisis. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm not taking any. I'm not devaluing any nurse doctor or anything and mm. and saying that there there's not a crisis going on just from my personal opinion from a kind of agency mm. look i suppose we're at the last of the pecking order anyway it hasn't really been be been that um prosperous for us if it makes sense. and i would like to say prosperous yeah 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 yeah, yeah but it hasn't your been, business isn't making yeah, money over yeah it hasn't been it hasn't been big and and it's not just us thinking about us making money. There's people that rely on me to feed their kids. There's yeah. people that rely on me to to kind of um, put food on the table and whatnot. And, and some of them haven't been working. Um, but that's just from our business. I mean, I know there's bigger agencies out there that nurses aren't working at the moment. There was a big spike when it when it everything first came about. But the biggest mistake I think we made was putting all our kind of um, our elderly people into nurse homes nursing home sorry mm-hmm. and then mixing stuff up what we should have done is build the nightingale hospital whatever it's called um in different cities and sent all our covid19 patients to there but then again it's it's a learning curve for everyone involved mm. we should have su- yeah. suppressed the virus in one thing i think the, the thing i don't understand though is is obviously what we should have done sorry mickey to cut you no, off no, no, no. what i don't understand is why as soon as we heard about this virus and we were hearing about it like way before it even came to england way mm-hmm. before it came to England, why they did not shut down the borders then why they didn't mm. just stop everyone from trying to come in. I know obviously virus can spread so fast and whatnot. Tell everyone that's coming from a holiday to quarantine themselves when we knew about it back in November. Mm. In all honesty, though, I, I think, yeah, me and my missus, we had it back in November because there was one, like, week. A lot of people said was, this. Yeah, yeah man, a lot of people said so, this. so, so, so ill. And I didn't know what it was. Like, literally, I couldn't, couldn't stand. I couldn't, couldn't, like, talk or anything. I was, like, mm. so ill. And I was, like, I woke up three or four nights and the bed was literally just drenched with a massive fever really and yeah and i was the same bro in november i remember it was either november or first week of december um i was mad ill and i just couldn't shake it yeah like i was i was trying to work and you know like it felt like the flu but Mm. it wasn't i i could get by 
but I knew I was rough. Yeah, do you know man. what I mean? I knew I was. I don't, rough. I don't think. Uh, I don't think mine was December or, or November. December mine was a little bit later than that. But I had the exact same thing. I remember coming into work Sunday, seeing you, and you were like, "Bro, yeah, you I look remember actually. dead." And I was like, "I don't know what's going on. My, my throat felt like it was about to blow up." You know what I mean? I was in bits. But then again, oi, realistically, we asked the question, right? And and my this term has been used, has been thrown about an insane amount by me personally because everybody's saying we should be doing this or we didn't do this or uh, we this is going on, bro. Who the fuck knows? Yeah, that's what it comes down that's, to. Like, it? Well, that, we don't. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We don't. We can hear yeah. this. We can hear that. We can hear. We can have this. But people, I mean, I've heard of like boxing promoters saying, "Hey." You might there might be fights going on in October. What? Like, who the fuck knows what's gonna happen? Like, how do you know we're not gonna re- spike again? Or, you know what I mean? Who knows? It's gonna happen. It's, it's gonna happen. Look at the Spanish flu. Obviously, the first spike killed a few people. The second spike killed way more than yeah, man. Than, yeah, than, the, the history spike. does repeat itself. Well, regardless of how you look at things, where it's mm. in the same time or anything, history just carries on, repeats itself. There's, vi- there's viruses that are just getting better and better. They're, they're competitive. Competing against his cousin yeah. Sol. Yeah, yeah, see like, it, man. But like I said, like for, for me personally, like there is there was a huge crisis, and and hopefully we'll come at the end of it. But the only thing we can do, and I think everyone should do, is trust in what the government is saying. Because mm. if you follow, if everyone follows the rules, mm. and what the government outcome of the government is saying should happen, there should be no reason. Even now, and I say this at work all the time. Even now, theoretically, no one should really have coronavirus if everyone is following the rules. Mm-hmm. If you think you need to self-isolate for two weeks, we've been locked down for what, like eight, eight weeks now, maybe Something a bit like less? That, yeah. Something like that. So theoretically, based on the statistics that people are throwing out to us and the news is throwing out to us, mm. people shouldn't be... We, everyone outside a hospital should be clean, if mm. you get what I mean. Yeah. yeah but, shouldn't but be, the fact, shouldn't the fact of the matter is, man, and, and it's simple as that, People just don't like being told what to do. It's as simple as that, man. Yeah. People hate being told what to do, especially for especially for things that they don't quite understand. None of us quite understand it. You know what I mean? Of course. People hate being said, "Hey, stay at home." You got realistic. You got to look at it like this, right? We've been we've been asked to stay at home for X amount of time, uh, to not spend time going to beaches, uh, to not do this, to not do that. As soon as uh, as soon as a tiny bit of leeway comes, suddenly mm. the beaches are full. Do you know what I mean? People are like, I've, I've, I've I'll seen tell you this crazy though. stuff, man. There's, this is this is the thing where I don't blame people much because I saw something and I just noticed this. So on the news, this was only like two days ago. For the whole the whole news show was said, don't go to the beaches, don't do this, and this is BBC News as well. Don't go to the beaches. Yeah, yeah. As soon as the weather come up, the guy was putting on the times for the tide to come in and out of beaches, and you can go <laughs> back and search this. <laughs> So it's like it's like going yeah, don't go to, it's like saying don't go to the beaches wink yeah yeah don't yeah go, yeah don't go to the beaches <laughs> but at six o'clock this is when the tide's going to come in at seven o'clock when have you ever seen the tide being shown in Milton Keynes on, on on like a news channel do you know what I mean like when have they ever told you what what's happening don't go to the beach the hey don't go yeah. to the beach but if you well, are going to go <laughs> and don't and don't let the media fool you as well because there are people at the beaches that have gone to the beaches. I personally wouldn't go, and that's because, obviously, my dad's diabetic. Mm. Um, Amy's yeah. um, dad, obviously, suffers from health problems as well, so I wouldn't want to put anyone in that situation. But there are people at the beaches that are socially distancing, staying apart. Mm. But if you take a photo, 
in a different angle, it looks like everyone's yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like I say, who the fuck knows? I I, I can't. I, I refuse to judge anybody on anything. Yeah. I refuse to. I refuse to like take any form of information I see on Instagram or Facebook in my no, head. Don't. I just dismiss Karen, it immediately. Tell Listen Karen to me. To calm down. Oh my god. Oh man, honestly, I've seen some wild stuff. Wild stuff. You know what I mean? This people love conspiracy theories. Sorry, Karen, no, go on. Karen, no, everybody Karen. loves conspiracy theories. Everybody loves a loves a bit of drama. But listen, I, from my personal view, I'm just gonna do my thing. I'm gonna like I'll stay in. I'll do. I'll follow the follow the government guidelines. Um, whether this can be, whether it's legit or not, I, what 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 can we do? Nobody really knows, bro. And I, I think to myself, if I can stop my circle from being in yeah. danger, then that's what I'm gonna do. You yeah. know what I mean? That, that's that's the main thing you've got to do. But now you've got like. Things are coming out now. Now MPs are not even following their own rules that they're setting, <laughs> yeah. and this is where this is where the, it creates panic and where it creates like no Confusion. one really knows what's going on. Yeah. But like I said, the best thing you can you can do, and this is the best thing in every situation you're in in life, and I've learned this, is do what you're told by whoever it is in that situation. Because the reason is by your missus. You, and by everyone. Now, listen, listen by everything. If it's work, <laughs> it's, it's true. If yeah. it, if it's the police, whatever, do whatever you're told. Because at the end of the day, if the if if you keep on punching against something, and I do understand there's different kind of scenarios where you need to do that. But if you do some, if you do things that ev- that, that someone's told you to do, and the outcome doesn't come out the way they told it to come out, or whatever, mm-hmm. you're not in the wrong. But mm. if you're fighting against something all the time, like if you're going out all the time, if you're you're saying no, we can go to the beaches, and then we get a bigger spike, it's going to be our fault. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, 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 I see exactly where you're coming from, and I also see where. I mean, yeah, people. I see. I also kind of see where people are coming from on the flip of that. I see where people are saying. Yeah. People are saying, you know what? We've been in here for eight weeks. Fuck all that. I'm doing. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I say, don't do. You know what I mean? Like I say, who really knows, bro? And yeah. I, I hate. Like I say, me and Sonny were saying this before. I hate sitting on the fence. I'm not a fence sitter, man. But at yeah, the same time, I'm a, I'm a massive. I'm a massive fence sitter. <laughs> Sonny hates this because I look at things. I look at things from two ways all the time. Yeah. Like, say if, if someone's like, um, people don't do things to intentionally hurt you, and that's my outlook of life. Mm. They do things for a, a greater reason, or there is something behind everyone's actions. They yeah. don't just wake up in the morning and think, oh, you know what? I'm just going to stab Mickey. Yeah. Yeah, there's always, there's always something, there's always something in the background, you're 100%, you're 100% right, you're 100% right, whether it's personal, yeah, there's factors going into people, going into the things that happen, which, which none of us are going to understand, you know what I mean, there's cogs turning behind people's brains that we, we only really see the result, yeah, you only, you only see the tip of the iceberg, and it's the same with everything, man, you're exactly right, but like I say, there's only so much we can do, there's only so, we can, we can, we can essentially wait and see, but as long as my, as long as I'm doing what I can to keep my family, keep my, keep my circle good, I'm gonna keep doing that. You know what I mean? That's Everybody it. else, do your yeah. thing. We, like I say, we're not, we're not politicians. We're not doctors. We don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Realistically, you know what I mean? We all we can and do this, is keep our keep our, keep, our, keep our minds open. You know what I mean? And this is why I'm not competitive. And this is that what you just said. And that's the reason why I'm not competitive because I'm more just now just focusing on doing my little world, which is me yeah. and everyone around me, the best I can be. Yeah, the that's best it, I can, man. I can give to them. Because with your, if you're if you're spending all your time worrying about what someone else is doing, you stop focusing on what you're here to do and what you're meant to be doing. Yeah, I know. I like and you just waste time. Yeah. Everyone thinks that we've got infinite time. Time's ticking. Oi, time's, time's a ticking. precious commodity, my man. man. Touching thirty, man. Yeah, you yeah. Know you hear that free zero, man. You hear that free zero. You old as hell. Free zero. <laughs> so I look like. 
Yeah, you're still you, younger than me, bro. You look clean as hell. Ex member of Busted. Ex member like, of Busted. My hair's man. all grey. Like, I'm in a, I'm in a bad way. Hey, bro. Moment. Yeah, COVID. COVID. Any barbers that can trim from two meters away. Listen, oi, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shout this out, right? I'm gonna shout this out live so everybody can hear me, man. My missus trimmed me up the other day. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm super impressed. I'm really? super impressed. Yeah, she gave me a like a fade. She hooked me up. She didn't oh, even know dude. what the hell she was doing. Do you know what I mean? And I was like. Hey, you know what? You've done a good enough job. You're going to get yourself a shout-out. Go well played. Do you know what I mean? You hooked me up. But I don't know if she can do anything with your bonnet, bro. That looks messed up. Yeah, what is going <laughs> That's the longest yeah. hair I've ever seen in my goddamn know, life. Honestly, something can live Oi, in I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to be cut. But have you ever seen these Indian TikTokers? Yeah. Right? They've got these mad long hair. Right? They shave the yeah. sides. They've got these mad long hair on, on top of their head. Sonny, all you got to do, right? Here's what you got to do. And this is this is Indian TikTok 101, bro. I don't know if you've joined this joined this app or anything, but there's some crazy shit going on in this thing, man. Some very strange, very strange like trends popping off. These Indian TikTokers, what they do, they they say a load of words, um, and then they flick their shirt open, and then it goes in slow mo, and they walk away, right? All you what? got, listen, do that. <laughs> Sonny, trust what me, man. Of, what kind of do, are you watching? Just, oh, trust me, man. It kills me, man. There's something about it. It just gets to me. Listen, Sonny, please, yeah? Shave the side yeah. of your head. Gel it up so it looks like uh, like Goku or something like that, right? Yeah? And what will you do? You're going to create an Indian TikTok and you're going to go goddamn viral. You're going to be rich. Trust me, man. I'll do it. Like Sul. Just Sul. Sol, just so, yeah. Is that his name? Is that his yeah. name? No, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's the Sol. that's the guy who used to be on Vine. But bro, watch Indian TikToks, right? You will be creasing for hours. It's hilarious. They're just me, completely. Me, me and Tosh used to do that. We used to. Um, what was that thing on YouTube? We used to always used to watch Tosh. The, the dubbed. Um, oh. So basically, you've got like Indian films. Yeah. Um, and they dubbed them in like. Oh my god! Sonny used yeah. to show me this round his. I showed, I showed Mickey. Right? And it's all like the English is off, isn't it? The English is all yeah. off. Like <laughs> it's, it's all over the place, man. My Indian brothers are hilarious, and they don't even know it. Oh my god, yeah. man! That's so funny. Yeah, I remember coming to yours and showing me it, man. Unbelievable! Like all the the, the, the so that the <laughs> the translation can't be translated perfectly, so they just kind yeah. of chuck a word in there, isn't it? Like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's it. There's another one that Sonny's talking about as well, where you know when you listen to to languages you don't speak, and then you start hearing English words in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's Sonny's on about that one, but that that goes back to our uh, earlier point where it's just music is all about perception. Yeah, you don't that's hear the it, same man. thing. That's it. That I hear will be different to obviously what you hear. And you know what? We're talking talking to music. I've fallen into this. Uh, I've fallen into this country vibe right about now, right, bro? I'm training to country music. You've got the look. God damn! God damn! God damn! You got the look. Yeah, listen to me, man. I've got. The, I, I I listen to country, man. Country is underrated. Country is sick. Listen to it. I'm trying to think of country songs though. It depends what, like English country no, it's songs. No, no, no. Like um, like it's to be fair, it's all a little bit like Jesusy and stuff like that. But like, but some of the music, man, like it's sick. I'm thinking to myself, I'm gonna buy some. I'm gonna buy myself a goddamn cowboy You're hat. You're American country. Yeah, American country music, bro. Yeah. Not like yeah, as long as it, long as it kind of plays. The only country, well, I don't even know if it's country. All I can think of is like um, oh, who's that guy? There's people you wouldn't Papa even Scott. heard of. Papa nah, Scott. Bla- uh, Benny Blanco or something. No, no, something. Brown Blanco or something like that. I heard it the other day, yeah. And it's it's like a it's a country guy. So this guy's black, yeah, yeah but yeah, he's yeah. like from South America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has like country songs, and he's got a dance, and everyone's doing the dance. Oh, swear down. Yeah. Listen, some, oh, I don't know he, what it is, he's man. Wearing, uh, did you say he's wearing uh, country boots? 
Yeah. Oh, I'm, called, I know you are. We're in country boots. That's it. I remember it's called yeah. the Get Up, but I forgot. I'm going to have to watch it, man. So my man's I've watched another guy who's been doing like country remixes of hip-hop songs, right? Hey, that's yeah. a niche, man. I'm going to jump on that bad boy soon. Well, listen, you're going to hear... Oi, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put out a country hey. music mix well, soon, it. man. If, if, you vibe, if you vibe to it, you vibe to it. Yeah, there's something... Oh, and to be fair, I'm like... Um, I'm the I'm the opposite of a of a like a true fan, man. Listen, if I hear a song I hear, whether it, it doesn't matter what... It doesn't... I was training to a... Funny, funny, funny we're saying this. I was actually training to this Indian song I heard um, like six weeks ago. I heard it on someone's Instagram, bro. I've always listened to that on repeat. I have no idea what the guy was saying, but the tune was sick. Bro, any kind of music I'll listen to, anything, yeah. it doesn't matter what, anything I listen to, Chinese music, some of that's sick. Yeah. Do you remember you used to come into work and listen to like, um, it always sounded like Chinese restaurant Like traditional ch- Kung Fu music, bro. Yeah, yeah bro, I listen to anything, man. <laughs> I swear to God, Tosh, like, he used to come in and he's like, listen to this banger. And tai Chi, bro. I'm just I'm sit and meditate. Nah, that's what I mean. That's what's, that's what's powerful about music and stuff. If it gets you in your place, it gets you in yeah, your place. Yeah, that's it, man. Doesn't matter what. Doesn't matter what yeah. it is. That's it. Hundred percent it. Tosh, it's been nothing short of a pleasure speaking to you, my man. Oi, come You've on. You've nailed it, bro. Absolutely nailed it. <laughs> hey, uh, thank, thank you for listening. Hey, hey, Tosh, you want to shout out anything? You want to shout out your your your, your sponsor or like anything like that? Anything you got? Wanna? Rhino Global Sports. Come on! Hey, come on, Rhino Global Sport. Yeah, they're the boys, man. Yeah, that's it, man. (laughs) Hey, Tosh has got some. Follow me on Instagram. Yeah, five past five. Five past five, man. Sick. Hey, I appreciate you coming on, Tosh. I appreciate it, man. Tosh, thanks so much, man. I'll see you guys there. Thanks for having me, man. Take care. Bye bye.